And now your federal newscast. The Bureau of Land Management will soon offer buyouts to its employees. An interior spokesman says the Office of Personnel Management signed off on BLM's request to offer voluntary early retirement authority and voluntary separation incentive payments. Employees will get the offers in the coming weeks. Interior says it will also host information sessions on those incentives for employees over the next two weeks. Federal prosecutors are charging a New York company and eight of its executives with fraud for allegedly selling Chinese security and surveillance equipment to the government. The U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York says Aventura Technology spent more than a decade mislabeling the gear as American-made. It wound up being installed on dozens of Army, Navy, and Air Force bases, as well as Department of Energy facilities and Navy aircraft carriers. The end is here for one of the worst websites in government. More on that from Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Ding dong, FedBizOps is dead. Let the celebration begin. The General Services Administration says it met its goal of making beta.sam.gov the official source for federal business opportunities by November 8th. FBO.gov will officially be retired over the Veterans Day weekend. GSA launched FedBizOps.gov in 2000, and the site has basically remained the same in terms of look and feel for the past 19 years. The agency has been developing and testing the new beta.sam.gov since 2017. I'm Jason Miller. And nearly a year before the next election day, the Partnership for Public Services Center for Presidential Transition is back up and running. The partnership is urging the Trump administration to start thinking about the transition early, even if the current president wins a second term. Employee engagement across government is holding steady in 2019. Latest results of the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey show a government-wide engagement index at 68 percent, and it's the same score as the previous year. Participation in this year's survey improved just slightly. The Office of Personnel Management says it also saw small improvements in employees' perceptions of their supervisors and leaders. The number of bid protests filed in fiscal 2019 dropped by 16 percent over the year before. The Government Accountability Office reported vendors filed just under 2,200 cases compared to more than 2,600 last year. Of those protests, 373 came from task or delivery order type contracts. If and when the Senate goes along, the Defense Department will have a new person in charge of the finances. More on that from Tom Temin. President Trump nominates Elaine McCusker for Undersecretary of Defense and Comptroller. She's been the Deputy Undersecretary since August of 2017. Before that, she was a senior executive in charge of resources and analysis at U.S. Central Command. McCusker would move into a vacancy created when the former Comptroller, David Norquist, moved up to Deputy Defense Secretary in July. Since then, McCusker has effectively been acting as Comptroller. I'm Tom Temin. The National Guard is beginning to create cyber risk mitigation plans for states after some local government IT systems were attacked this summer. 22 counties in Texas had their government systems stalled due to ransomware attacks. The Guard is taking lessons learned from those incidents to shore up cyber vulnerabilities in other networks. It's also creating plans to find weaknesses in critical infrastructure and election security. And senior agency records officials have a new reporting tool to assemble this year's annual Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA, reports. But the Justice Department's Office of Information Policy will let agencies continue to use the old method of compiling data this year. OIP has encouraged agencies to use the new reporting tool so it can tweak it for next year's reports. I'm Jared Serbu.